0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dexterous Lifestyle Podcast with your co-hosts, Andy Hancock and Kelly Powell. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> we have an incredible guest today, and I know I say that probably every time, but this time I we have an incredible guest. I'm not um, And the reason why, and we'll talk more about it, is because um, she is a woman after my own heart in finding solutions for everyone and not fail feel, feeling you don't have to feel like you're a messy person. And who are we talking about? Is your curiosity peaked? I hope it is. It is Cassandra Cass Arison of the Clutterbug. Welcome Cass. Welcome Hi. Cass.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. How are you guys doing?
2: We're great and so excited to have you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) In a world filled with chaos, we try our best to create a balanced lifestyle. We love to be productive, but we also love to rest. We love to be efficient, but not at the cost of our peace. There is a direct correlation between our habits and our happiness, The dexterous lifestyle
0: is meant for those of us who live hectic lives, but with the right tools, information, and resources, we can strive for order, peace, health, wealth, and calm. It's not too much to ask. We deserve a dexterous mind, a dexterous body, and plenty of dexterous spaces to support our dexterous lifestyle. So tell us a little bit about
2: you.
1: Uh I'm in my mid forties. That's kind of a bummer. I'm starting to, it's really starting to hit me now. You know what I mean? Uh yeah, man, I'm slowing down a bit. But uh um I'm I'm recovering super slob. So the first 30 years of my life, I was a disaster to like like a TLC special kind of bad. And I just always felt like that my whole life. I just I really struggled to get my my just adult to adult to get my life together. And um I tried something different right around the age of 30. I tried a less organized approach to organization, and I was really more mindful about getting stuff out. And that combination of a less organized approach for me and less stuff transformed my life. It transformed everything about my life, my confidence being the biggest thing that transformed and I slowly started helping friends and family, and then it grew into this amazing business that I now have called Clutterbug. So I live here in Canada. I run that Clutterbug business. I have three awesome kids, and my husband's all right. No, he's fabulous too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so –
0: I was mentioning before we started recording how I was first introduced to you through your um, HGTV show, Hot Mess House, and I just really love the realistic approach of it and how you also introduced virtual organizing, which a lot of organizers do, um, um, that it's still very helpful that people just need direction. Um, And it was just so realistic. and you know, I got a little taste of the clutter book system because you, you kind of talk about it in the show. But it wasn't until, um, so I think that spurred me on to purchase the book. Oh, and I'm missing something. <clears throat> you talked at our NAPO conference last year in Baltimore. And we met in the hallway. We took a picture. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember you. I, you're
2: memorable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> And that is a, a compliment that can go either way. <laughs> gonna, oh, no, it's a compliment. It's a compliment. Going to go on the compliment side. It's a compliment. you talked about you know um, all of the you know the ways that you serve our industry, and I'll just put it like that. Um, but um, one of the things that you know you wrote your book, and then so I went out and I got the audio book and like most i'm kind of a book hoarder i have books i have audio books i have kindle books and eventually i get to them and so just last month i listened to clutter the clutter connection which is the book you one of the books you wrote and i was just like <laughs> we need to implement this in our organizing business promptly and our last month we had the team take the quiz um and i have reached out to you because i was like i don't want to step on your toes but i'm going to be using the mess out of your uh your information and (laughs) your findings um so one of the things that came up for me when i was reading it is how you kind of like a mad scientist (laughs) you know figured out how to simplify how, you know, and 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 not only simplify but express these four categories of people. And I just thought it was genius. Can you tell us about your journey to that?
1: Yeah, thank you. I don't know if genius is the right way. So let let me tell you how it started. Uh, my husband is super I'd like a detailed detailed person. He's really analytical, he loves to research, he loves to plan. And so when he was organizing and, and he was helping me set up our organizing system in our house because I'm a disaster, um it was so like I couldn't do it. I I couldn't I couldn't pay a bill and then file it in credit card or I would just shove it in a drawer or pile till later. And I assumed I was stupid, I was messy. I was lazy. What's wrong with me? And eventually I tried this less organized approach of like one basket just called paid bills. And I just tossed it all in there. But here's the magical thing. It actually like my house stayed tidy and I knew where things were. And the bottom of the pile was January, then February, then March. Then... So mm-hmm. I was chronologically filing by piling. And I... it was like this light bulb moment that like maybe less is more for me. Maybe I just need a big basket for first aid and I toss all the first aid things in there. At least it's all together. And and then because my house started staying tidy while I started organizing with a less organized, more macro approach, I thought I was a genius, you guys, <laughs> like a real genius. I started helping friends and family, and then I got clients. And so I thought that there was like a, a detailed way to organize and a non detailed way. And I could really assess the homeowner by asking questions like Do you fill out a planner every day? Are you going to take time to open a lid to put something away? Or do you just want to chuck it at the home and hope it makes it in? Right. Like, <laughs> and so I would set up these systems and I was kind of insecure, to be honest. So, what I, my, my marketing, Strategy and as organizing professionals, you'll know how terrible this was. But I said to people when I was done organizing their home, if it does not stay organized for 30 days, I promise you I'm going to come back and organize it for free.
0: Whoa, <gasps> whoa, I was really dumb. <laughs> was you were that. confident, let's just say that.
1: I think it was. I think it was like insecurity because mm. I was like, I really felt bad. Like maybe I didn't do a good enough job and I could, should go back and do it for free. Oh. Like I, mm. I was really coming from a place of like, I know you're not messy. Let me try to fix you. Like I fixed me. Does that make sense? Anyways. So yeah. Yes. yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. So people called back and I didn't have a lot of clients in the beginning, but I had one in particular, a teacher and she, I went back to her house like a dozen times for free each time. And I, my husband's like, you can't do this. Like, pick another career choice. This is ridiculous. We're not seeing you. You're going there all the time. You're not, it's costing you money and gas and time and daycare. This is ridiculous. And so I had to really say, okay, Why every time I go there, does she pull everything out? We put things. She's detailed. We know she's detailed. Why is she pulling out all her papers? Why is she pulling everything out and spreading it on the surfaces? And then I had a lawyer who was doing the exact same thing, pulling everything. And I'm like, what is going on? And then it dawned on me. They both said, if I don't see it, I forget about it. So I, I can't have it in the filing cabinets and in the closet and behind closed doors. And it was like a light bulb moment. I'm like, oh my gosh, not only are you detailed, but you're visual. And these important things I can't put behind closed doors. I have to put on the wall. I have to do visual like paper systems on the wall and give you pegboards and bulletin boards. And and they, neither one of them called back. And so that was when I really realized okay, I need to assess someone's organizing style before I even start organizing for them so that I never have to go back and organize for free so that I can set up a system to catch the way they manage their things. And it was that detailed or that laid back, I call it laid back organizing approach. And are they visual or are they hidden? And then I've definitely learned things going forward too. Just because you're visual doesn't mean everything should be visual. We don't want to see your pajamas. We don't want to see, you know, your toothbrush and things like that necessarily. But what are the things you're naturally leaving out? What are the things you're touching every day that are out on your counter in your bathroom? that You're going to always leave them out on your bathroom. Even if we do an amazing system of organizing in your closet, so let's do adorable little buckets right on the wall or let's do open shelving or let's create you know a hook system right there where you're naturally putting things down and this has changed people's lives because no longer it's just as easy for them to put it away as it is to put down and so they're able to maintain the organization and that's that's what organizing is all about it's the maintenance
0: easy retrieval easy put away that's all what is in our messaging um and what we're trying to help people do because like you said we can find homes for everything but if it's difficult to put away or if it's difficult to to get you're not gonna do it (laughs) you're gonna a lot of people do that already they go out and buy more stuff because it was it's hard to to get it um or or access it and then they don't put it away because it's hard to put it away
2: And the thing that I love uh, to that point is that even the word difficult is relative, right? Because your book and your theory, (laughs) if you will, um, addresses that there are different things that people categorize as difficult based upon our personal organizing style. That is a light bulb. Even now, for me, you know, we've been organizing for some time now, but just, okay, something that I take for granted, lifting up the lids, not a big deal to me. But for someone else, that's a level of difficulty. So let's address that and, and help them to, to be able to stay organized the way that they think. And that's something that we are I'm gung-ho about, if <laughs> we really, want to tailor that organization to the client, because otherwise then, they, you know, what good is it?
1: What good is it? What good is it? And sometimes it doesn't look how we envision it's supposed to look too. Right? So my daughters, my daughter's a really good example. I don't wanna see stuff on the bathroom counter. I wanna be able to wipe it, I want clear spaces. And, but she would leave her bathroom products out. And here's what I'm saying to her as a parent, put your stuff away. Well, her away and my away are very different, obviously, because it caused her anxiety to put everything in a drawer every time and not be able to see it and then have to pull it out. And so I got her this little turntable and she always puts things back now in the turntable. So when we clean the bathroom, we pick it up and wipe. I don't want to look at it. Okay, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I wish that wasn't there. (laughs) But it's not about me. Is it, it, like, it's not about that. It's the fact that it's functional for her. It does look pretty. And she's able to keep it really tidy, super organized, and keep her morning routine efficient. And so I think we have to let go of these preconceived notions of what organization is supposed to look like. And instead, look at how we live in our house. Look at how we touch our stuff. Look at how we put down our stuff and adapt our home to match us not try to make us adapt to our home Mm
2: -hmm. i love that
0: i i think that as organizers you know it comes with experience like you can like like and you mentioned this a lot of times in the book you can walk in a person's home and kind of already tell how they think but that sometimes comes with experience but then you get into complications where there's multiple people in the home Or um, you start to kind of ask questions. Like I did this recently um, with someone and she was just like, I don't know, whatever you think you know, cause they're relying on us as the expert, but I'm always putting the onus on them. Like, well, when I leave, you have to find the thing. So let's think about like how you use it. So I feel so excited about, you know, having the Clutterbug quiz because, you know, we're not going to. Push it on everybody because even though I wish I could, but <laughs> you know, you know, as a we invite them to um, explore so that we can serve them better, and so we don't have to. It doesn't depend on the organizer that goes into the home um, and on our team to have to you know play detective. It won't. It won't depend on them to know themselves because a lot of the times they don't, which is why they're mm-hmm. in the mess they're in. Um, we can say it's kind of like a doctor giving you a, you know, a blood test or your analysis and like, well, you have blah 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 blah. And you know, that's in the normal range. And then you're like, Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and we can, you know, prescribe and go from there. So this is one of reasons why I'm just like for
2: yes. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> all your hard work. <laughs> Yeah, I feel the same way. One of the things that Andrea mentions that I think is so important that we love about your book is that it normalizes everybody. (laughs) You know, it removes shame from however you think and organize. And that's something that we're met with with so many clients. As soon as you walk in the door, they're, oh, I bet you've never seen a place this bad before. And we're like, how many times we've heard that? And it's never as bad as what you think it is, you know? So know. We can normalize and say this, you know, let's just kind of shift the way we're thinking for a moment because you are already organizing in this way.
1: I love that you're saying that. Yeah, that's exactly it. I I will walk into someone's home and the first thing is I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. And I look around and I'm like, I don't see the problem that you see. I see that you're visual because the front of your fridge is covered with notes and and I see that the things you use every day are out, but you're zoning. You're, Mm -hmm. You're nailing things. You just need some tweaks. And when you mirror that back to someone, they're they change they're like oh you can see them becoming more co- like like more confident and that will lead to them being able to tackle their house no one wants to do things that they think they're bad at yes
2: right yeah yeah absolutely it's empowering them absolutely it is. It's showing and it's person- also
1: yeah, they're not going to fail. So when you're done organizing their home and you leave a month from now, it's still going to look organized. And that's, I mean, maybe it's bad for business. Is it bad for business? Because yeah. they don't keep calling us to come back and do it. But
0: I don't think it is. They because- to a different space. Then they move. Exactly. And they yeah. give referrals. So, you know. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: I'd rather be that organizer who transfers the skills and really empowers people then someone is just like, nope, don't touch anything. Let me handle it. This is my system. And I'll, you yeah. know, and then they, can, they have to call me to figure out, you know, where to find stuff. That's, no.
1: And for the most part, it it does generally look the same. We got to work with what yes. they have, the solutions they have, the space they have. It's not like every bee house is going to look like a bee house. It's very subtle differences. It's very much like, the things you touch every day, the really important things. Are we making that detailed or are we doing that sort of a fast, easy? Is that going to be visual or is it not? And you have to work with what they have. So it isn't always ideal and perfect, but it's those little tweaks that can make a really big difference when you're taking into account someone, how they naturally think and touch their
0: stuff. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, amongst us, we have a, a three of the four bugs represented.
1: <laughs> oh, what are you guys? Oh, okay, stop it! I'm already. I already know. So this is the thing. When I meet someone, I can generally just. I don't even have to see their house. I can generally get to know somebody's. I feel like if you generally wear bright colors and you you're like an expressive person on your body, you're generally a visual organizer. Um, but I'm—I don't want to guess because I haven't really talked to <laughs> you enough. But I'm kind of guessing. Okay. Anyways, just hit me, hit me with your styles. Uh,
2: so I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench in your theory. <laughs> really? Okay. So, no.
1: When I was listening to
0: the book, I—I I thought she was a certain uh, bug too. And then when she took the quiz, she was something different. So I'm a so you're a I
1: cricket, not a bee. Oh okay. God. I would have thought you were a bee. <laughs>
0: I thought she was a ladybug but based on her personality but then when i thought about it she puts everything away but it's not in a very like you know like it just needs to be clear kind of it still has to be organized
2: yeah i'm the bee you're the bee
1: i thought that you were visual too because i remember meeting you and it was like but you're both very detailed, and most people who get into organizing as a career are very detailed people. They they genuinely love organization. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. it's true. Well, that's
1: that's awesome. If you saw my drawers right now, you'd be like, "She's an organizer <laughs> <drawer.">
0: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is and how if, I uh, clean. If
0: you hand out from my area, you'd see my B piles. <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> B piles. <laughs> So, my house is actually a host of contradictions because I'm a cricket, but my husband, I think, I haven't gotten him to take it yet, but I think he's solidly a bee. He happened to hear me listening to the book and walk through the room and he goes, Oh, yeah, that's me. And I said, That's what I thought. You're a bee. <laughs> so, yeah. I have to make sure that visually he can see things, but I have to have things contained as well. For me, That's so awesome. <laughs> there's compromise, but we make it you, work. <laughs>
1: I I hope you guys know too that you can't, I hate to say this, I mean, but you can't put everybody into four categories. Oh, sure, there sure. are sure. lots of people who are a little this and a little that, or this in yeah. that room. And I've had clients, I have no freaking clue what their organizing style is, and I was <laughs> like, whatever, yeah, they're just gonna. They're just, <laughs> whatever i'm gonna try my best you know to kind of uh but that's okay because i mean it's a it's subtle differences anyways and so yeah. we just try to we get something that works and if it, something works we just duplicate it in other rooms really like yes yeah yeah yeah
0: when i first heard butterfly i thought i was a butterfly then when i got to the bee chapter i was like no i'm a bee yeah. It's like you know, it, but it's, it makes sense because I like easy um, systems. But at the same time, I think it came from years and years of organizing. like I shaped I shaped myself differently. Like I do like to hold on to things, but because of working with people and seeing how holding on to things has just like tore them apart emotionally, you know i don't i don't i don't anymore i don't have the same pull to things now sentimental maybe um but it's not you know i'm just like this is itchy it's going to
2: donate that's
1: all. yeah because i i've definitely noticed both with bees and crickets there's this sort of overthinking thing that comes in so very much like Just like you like details, your brain works in details too. So it's very like logical and there's your thinking steps ahead. Whereas ladybugs and butterflies basically just think about the moment. You know, we're not really thinking about the future. (laughs) And so that type of overthinking can lead to, well, what if I make a mistake? What if I need this one day? Well, I could turn this into this and I could turn this into this. There's a lot of like thoughts that go with not only decluttering, but organization too. And then the other part of a bee is visual people tend to have more attachment to things. I don't know why. It's like, that's so pretty, like they, they see something and they feel more about that thing that they're seeing. And so that combination makes it very difficult for bees to let go because they have the visual love and then they have that logical thinking analytical part of all of their things too. So, Almost every hoarder that I've ever worked with has been a bee, which I find fascinating, really, really fascinating.
0: Well, we encourage everyone to go to clutterbug.com because if you haven't um, been on the cast arts train trade or know what we're talking about, go to clutterbug.com, take the quiz,